Check, check, check. What up, world? This the man with the plan, Burt McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts, and you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? I hope everybody's doing good. We're still dealing with this lockdown shit I hope everybody's holding it down Doing what they gotta do Staying focused Keeping busy um, You know, using this time wisely Focusing on learning something new Or improving on something Or doing something that you've been putting on For a really long time Because you haven't had the time To do so Now there's, there's really no excuse Now you can fucking do whatever the fuck you gotta do You don't gotta stress about that shitty ass job That's been preventing you from Taking things to the next level. You 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 can do it now. Ain't no fucking excuse. But the shit is that sometimes being with that, that, you know, this situation kind of fucks things up. Sometimes people were already, you know, in the groove of something. Sometimes, uh, you know, like right now, this thing stopped a lot of a lot of businesses and everything. And a lot of people were just getting into starting a business or you know, maybe they were just getting into starting something, um, anything from, from a business to a new job to moving in somewhere. Um, or maybe that job was, you know, that they just started was helping them invest in a business that they just started or a side hustle or something, you know, that, that, that they were finally attempting to take that next step in, you know, investing their time and their money and their energy to actually make something happen. And now this came and it's, it's kind of changing, um, their focus on things. Uh, you know, I'm one of those people I totally understand because I've wanted to do this podcast and I wanted to do my music and I wanted to like work on all this stuff. And now this is coming along and I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of times that I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, is it worth still putting in that time and effort? What if this, you know, they keep saying every week it's something different. Every week it's all oh, we're going to wait till the end of this month or we're going to wait till next week or we're going to wait. And every week it's something different. They keep adding new rules and everything. Um, and so you really don't know what the fuck is going on. So everything that you were putting your time and energy on, everything has shifted. Whether you have to change your priorities because you can't focus on the things that you wanted to get. And now you have to focus on the things that you have to get and you need in order to make it to the next day. And I understand that that's a big struggle, you know, especially if, if you have a family that you have to think of and, and put first. You you take your, you know, your dreams and aspirations and you got to kind of put them in the back seat for a little bit because you got other things you got to take care of that are, you know, priority. And, and I get that. Um, but at the same time, I, I do understand the struggle of, of trying to stay focused, of still of still trying to find a balance between doing what you have to do and um, still trying to put some energy and to, into what you would like to do, into your passion and into your your craft, your artistry, whatever it is that you were, you know, investing into earlier or you were planning to start or whatever it was like, now's the time to start. And if you already started, now isn't a time to stop. You know, um, they say that the, the only thing that's worse than starting something and failing is not starting at all, you know, and I believe in that, you know, it's me and I've been saying a lot of different things for the podcast and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And a lot of things don't fall through. And it's not because I don't try it. It's because I try it, but I basically have been taking my, my L's like on the low, you know, I've been taking my failures on the low. I've been attempting things and I see for myself, it's something that it's not presentable or something that I'm not um, satisfied with. So I don't present it to anybody else. You know, I wouldn't want to do something that's not, um, up to par or that meets my standards or come or or is i'm able to to make it how i see it in my head but i do try uh one mistake that i do have is that i do announce things a lot earlier before i even attempt to do it and then when i attempt to do it and i see there's an issue or something that's stopping me i kind of feel really discouraged i feel like i let people down even though honestly that like everyone who's listening or watching or reading tweets or anything they could care less it's not like oh my god he didn't do it ah i fucked up my whole day like none of that matters but i know a lot of people like they tend to get turned off by that and their attention tends to you know go somewhere else because they're like ah you know it's this is like the third time that this has happened and he hasn't fallen through or 
he he hasn't done it the way he said he was going to do it. Like, I understand all that stuff, and I understand you beat yourself up, but honestly, don't stress about that. I really don't give a shit. I understand, and I appreciate the people who are on top of me about it, and they keep trying to, you know, push me and motivate me um, to go to the next level and do something different or, or to just keep moving and not stop. And it's not that I'm stopping. I just overthink, and I'm... I'm a perfectionist when it comes to things, but the hard thing is that this is something I can't really say that I'm going to be a perfectionist at when I, I put it out because I'm still learning. I don't really know jack shit about this, so I'm still trying to figure it out, but it's like, I guess the only, being that I don't have any like-minded people around me in the sense of uh, being interested in the same thing or trying to do a podcast or streaming, like I have people who are like, yeah, that's cool and I'll do it, but I have no one setting up their own stuff at their house also like I'm the only one who like went and got mics and everything like that or when you know I, I try looking at this at every aspect from video streaming uh, for video games because I like playing video games so why not invest some time into that and see what I can do productively with that I like making music so I record music but I also figure you know the same equipment that I use to record my music I can use to record for a podcast I like recording videos and making funny videos of me and my friends whenever we all get together and we hang out or the family gets together or we do like little reunions or whatever it is that you want to call it. And I make like little videos. Little did I know I've been doing that for years and little did I know I was doing like a vlog style type of thing. So I decided I invest more time into that. Like there's all these things that I invested in my time into to learn and to try out. So I can basically try and prepare myself that when I had an idea, like a real idea that I knew wasn't all over the place and it all had a common moral compass or, or common end goal, like I would be able to incorporate all these things. Like I knew at some point in time, all these things would be beneficial to what it is that I was going to do in the future. I didn't really understand it, but everything that I was doing, I knew I liked, I, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So you always find a way to put it together. It's like making a soup or trying to cook or something. Like you always add these different flavors and seasonings and sauce and stuff, but you don't add stuff that you don't like, you know, like because you're not going to eat it. So what's the point of you adding something in, into what you're cooking that you won't eat, you know? So you always taste different stuff. So you're always out there and you're always trying different things. And so that's what I try to tell other people is like, you got to do that also. Don't worry about what everyone's saying and getting discouraged. They're like, oh, one day you're doing this, one day you're doing that. Yes, it may seem like you're all over the place, but you have to understand there's a method to the madness. And as long as it makes sense to you, fuck what everybody else thinks. <clears throat> so that's what I really want to like get clear in this podcast is I basically, you know, I want to go through when you're starting something, what I think is important, um, you know, factors that you would need to start something and to stay focused and to, to successfully start in the first few steps and also things that I think are important as far as when you've already started and you know stuff like this lockdown happened that you really can't control or you expected and it's changing your whole plan you know and then you kind of get discouraged whether it's something that you started already mainstream like you already had a company that was built up to the point that you were able to get loans to go and buy a, a, a location to start an actual store or a restaurant and now it's like this lockdown happening you can't do your grand opening now you have a space and all this food and stuff but you can't have customers like what are you gonna do so now you gotta like that's the thing you I don't want anyone to ever be in that type of situation be like fuck what am I gonna do now and be like oh that's it it's done it's over there's nothing no man you have to understand in every industry like in the music industry in the movie industry, in, in the food industry, every industry that you decide to try to take an independent, like solo, I want to do this entrepreneur type of spiritual journey or whatever the fuck you want to call it, where you're doing it yourself and you're kind of making your own product and trying to do it by like on your own, you have to understand that the, the market is always going to change. And it's always going to rely you on adapting to it. So whether it's going to change on how people are exposed to your product or your brand or whatever it is that you're selling or change how people interact in the sense of how they consume that in the sense of how is it if it's food is it do they have to go to the physical store now that they can't go to the physical store now you have to think of a way to go to them you get what I'm saying? But you have to make it interesting enough that they want you to come to them. So it's like things like that. You have to find it's not like, oh, damn, it's done. It's over. It's OK. 
I still have a good idea, but now I just need to change the way on how I get people's attention to show them like, look, I'm here. You can't come to me, but I'm willing to come to you. Then you need to show them, okay, you can come to me, but so can all these other people come and deliver me food. What's the benefit of me ordering from you and having you come to me over these people? You get what I'm saying? Like there's a whole bunch of different um ways that you can look at it and when it comes to music it's like music right now a lot of people who are mainstream artists are fucked why because of the sense that yes they probably have a whole bunch of money saved up in the bank or they have investments and everything like that but ones who really care about music and want to keep making music and be creative and all that they're kind of stuck in the sense that they can't perform anymore so they can still do stuff on live stream they can still push out their music and everything but a big majority of these artists made their money when they were on the road performing and doing these events and everything that's how they make a big majority of money because a lot of other things depending on what their contract deals are or what kind of things they have set up with record labels or if they're fully independent and they have everything in house you cut a lot of deals so a lot of percentages of stuff when you're doing um album sales or when you're doing streams and, and everything like that a good percentage of that if you don't fully own everything 100 percent outright like russ or or like for example i'm not trying to dick ride but that i mentioned him in the last pad, um, podcast episode so i'm just bringing him up again as an example artists like that who fully own all their stuff they have it like they don't have anything to worry about because at the end of the day all the streams, all the hits, all the plays, all the clicks, all the shares, all whatever, that's all going in their pocket. But other people that don't have it set up like that, they really depended more on what they were getting for doing uh, physical appearances and for doing shows and for doing meeting greets and things like that. And if you notice, a lot of people... They put in that work and they, they're at a million shows. They go state to state. They go, you know, cross country. They go to other, uh, um, um, other parts of the world, whatever it is. And they go and they get that money, but it's about making that appearance. So a lot of them hustle really hard to make sure that they're wherever they need to be, wherever the money's at, they're there. You get what I'm saying? And that's that's the real money, where a lot of it is just making sure that they keep up with their exposure online to keep people's attention to show that they're still doing something and they're active in whatever industry that they're in, you know? It's no different than a cook. It's no different than an actor. It's no different than uh, uh a videographer, a dancer, uh, an artist who does uh, paintings or uh, um, a clothing designer, all of that stuff nowadays, you have to understand that everything's on social media. And a lot of people are bugging out right now with this whole, oh my God, everything is stopped because you can't really go out and physically do anything. And now it scares a lot of people because now everything is forced basically to be on the internet. Now you're forced that if you're trying to look for something, new or old or whatever it is like it's not like you going out and you're hearing about it now it's like you happen to see whatever's popular and it comes up on your feed or your search or whatever you're you're tagged in it's like unless it's popular and it already has other people's attention you're not going to see it you're not going to hear about it you know what i'm saying it's going to be very rare that people go online now because being that you can't advertise out in public you're going to spend a good amount of that money and time advertising yourself or your product or your brand or whatever the fuck it is online. You're going to use your Instagram. You're going to use your Facebook. You're going to use your Twitter, your Snapchat. You're going to use your YouTube. You're going to use all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm telling you. People have to stop thinking about, oh, now this lockdown happened. What the fuck am I going to do? I don't have a physical store. I don't have... You still have a physical store. You just can't have people come in. So use that space wisely. Now that you don't have to worry about those chairs and stuff of people sitting there for right now, if you have a spot, yo, lock it down. Don't have no one go in, but use that space and do what you got to do and make deliveries. Make as many videos as you need to showing how you cook. If you... if you, I, I should have explained, but if, you, if you're doing like a food restaurant or whatever... Make videos every day. If you if you know like seven dishes, you have 12 dishes on your menu every day. You make one or not every day, every week, whatever it is, you drop a video making one dish, each dish, step by step, how you do it, showing why they should go to you the way that you cook it with care and love and fresh ingredients and whatever the fuck it is that you do that makes you stand up from it. You show them. You show them how, you show them why. Stop worrying about, oh, I don't want no one to copy my technique. I don't want no one to know my secret ingredients. Listen, even if you were to show it, write it down, and say that you would give it to them in a free email or text message, I guarantee you, all right, fucking nine out of ten people won't bother. And I mean in the sense that not that you don't matter, but they won't bother to mimic you, to copy you, to be like, oh, I got to do, because they won't put in that effort to do it. If not, they would have already attempted to do something to even reach somewhat of a percentage of where you are already you get what i'm saying and that's the issue that people 
that's the issue that people have nowadays. They're tending to think that they don't want to put up their process. They don't want to put up how they do things, the good and the bad and whatever. And I'm one of those people because I tend to think, yo, either someone's going to copy me and do it better or they're going to see what I'm doing and see that I failed and be like, yo, you just really suck. Like, what's the point of you doing this? You know, when there's a lot of people that look at it the way that I want them to look at it as like, okay, at least you tried and you fucked up, but you're going to try again tomorrow and next week and whatever. And like, you keep trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and you're, you're still doing it. <clears throat> But at the same time, you're showing up aggression in it. And I feel like that all that stuff like that is really important because you have to adapt to survive in this whole shit. If you don't adapt to survive in whatever industry that you're in, that you're working in, that you're trying to make a business from nothing. If you don't learn how to make that a second nature thing that as soon as, you know, advertising change, consumers change, like the way everything, the way everyone reacts to everything is going to change now with this whole fucking lockdown coronavirus shit they're saying that in the next uh by next month we're gonna go back to normal but even then we won't go back to normal because now they're making it like a law where everyone needs to wear a mask no matter where you go so many stores are, are forbidding people from going in even if they have a scarf or anything covering their face unless it's like a real specific mask they're not letting people in and you have to think if they're doing that now they're already saying that we won't have a vaccine for this coronavirus shit for like another year so even if we go back to the norm of everything being open, it really won't be normal because I guarantee you laws are going to be, you know, temporary laws or whatever the fuck you want to call them are going to change a lot of things. So people are going to be acting a lot weird. And then for people to avoid certain problems, they're probably not even going to go. Whether they don't have what's needed to be recommended as, um, you know, uh, what what what's the fucking word? satisfactory or whatever like for them to be like okay like you meet the the requirement to get into the store to be here or whatever people it's they're so complicated there's so much white space between what's right and wrong and what makes sense and what's like taking like you know abusive authority you know what i mean like it's it's <clears throat> they're just abusing their authority in the sense of Every week it's a new law, every week it's something different, every week it's an extension of the time and this, and I get it and I understand why, but at the end of the day there's certain things It's like, alright, that some, some things are too much, whether it's for a person who can't take it mentally and can't stand being home, or another person who's overthinking in the sense that they are not working so they're not making money so they're stressing about bills and things like that like it's just a lot of things a lot of things come into play or it's affecting them that they can't you know they don't have any way you know even if they they're not working what if they, they had a side hustle or something or whatever it was that they were doing that kept them busy and kept them occupied and productive and this whole thing shut it all down they can't go and and perform in the street for cash they can't uh uber the way that they used to because no one's really coming out so they have to change whatever you know what i'm saying like a lot of things change and people think like oh everything stopped you have to understand nothing really changed in the sense of uh, you still have to make money there's still money out there you still there's still the, the the whole process of goods and services still exist the only thing that changed is what people need and want you get what i'm saying so if you can figure that out and you can figure out something that people need and want. And you can figure out how to do it in a way that's cost efficient. Where you're not spending that much. And they're not spending that. You're not spending that much making it. They're not spending that much buying it. And you still make a profit where you can do it consistently. And still make people happy. And show that you care about the actual product and the quality. And, and you know, about the people. Because you're doing it at a price. And you're doing it. You know, the quality is good. The product is good. The price is good. Everything's good. Everyone's happy. They can afford it. It's something that, you know, you have to make something like that. You have to find something, but at the same time of doing that, you have to understand it's not like overnight you just figure it out and you get it. Because it's me, I've wanted to do music, and I still want to do music in a sense of, I want to be a rapper, I like rapping. And when I say it to a lot of people, they're like, yo, how old are you? And you're still trying to rap, you're not in high school no more, you're not this, and I understand it, but it's not like I do it because I like doing it. It eases like my stress and, and whatever, my anxiety, whatever, it makes me feel good when I put a song together and a beat comes on and I can say, I don't care if million people's he if million millions of people get to hear it or not, but right now at the moment, I'm focused on I'm doing something, it came out good, I know it sounds good, and if someone were to ask me, I'm confident enough of presenting it to where they'll like it, and I know I'm not embarrassing myself. It makes me feel good to do that. A lot of people are like, oh, but have you made any money out of it? 
No, I haven't made a lot of money out of it, but I have made some money out of it that I know for a fact that it's something that if I took to another level of investing more time and money into it, that it would turn into something better. The only thing was that every time I got into it and I would learn some things, I started getting lost in, okay, I, I do rap, but then... I would get lost in the production things. I'd meet a producer and be like, all right, you know, everyone should do their own stuff. So then I'd meet a producer and I want to learn how to do beats. Then I'd meet a manager and I'd be like, all right, well, everyone should do their own stuff. So if I'm going to make my own beats, I should be my own manager. So I want to learn stuff about managers. So then I'd go from reading books about this and reading books about that. Then I'd go about, all right, I'll be in the middle of doing all that stuff. And then halfway through it, I'd be like, all right, now I got to listen to these beats and make a new track. But the whole way people make music is different. So now I got it. So I got so lost in trying to do everything the right way by the book of what I saw online that I lost that niche that I had of just doing shit because I did it because I wanted to. And it just all worked out on its own. And I figured it out as I went along, which is what I'm basically doing now with the podcast. The podcast I feel is very beneficial. I'm still doing my music on the side, but I'm trying to put more attention into the podcast because I like it more. I like being able to talk. I like being able to ramble. I like being able to, to, to say a whole bunch of stuff and have people listen and tell me that it helped them out or whatever it was. But the thing is that sometimes I question myself if it's good enough or not. And then with this whole time stuff going on, as far as, like I said, the whole shutdown, it makes you wonder, should you invest that time and money in getting equipment and learning how to use it and making sure that it sounds good and what you're saying and the information that you're looking up to making sure that it's still up to date and it's still beneficial and it relates to everything that's going on now and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> At the end of the day, whether I invest my time into this or something else, like I said earlier, things are going to change. So instead of me complaining about it, saying it's going to be a waste of time, I just have to make it second nature. I have to learn it as fast as I can and I have to put it out there as fast as I can so that it's it's up with the time. So it's current. It's something that's beneficial now that you need now. I want to make something now for you guys because you need it now and it's useful now. I don't want to make something now and have you listen to it God knows when and it comes out it's not useful. So it's like whenever I make these things, I try to put them out as fast as I can and then, you know, try to, okay, listen to it, whatever, whatever. But then sometimes I'm like, yo, I don't want to put that out. It's not good enough. They're going to listen to it and I'll get all these people's attention and then it's not a good episode. Then they're not going to listen to the next one. And then I, so now I'm like, yo, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not even going to worry about that. I'm just going to worry about trying to find my own balance in this of making sure that I don't lose my shit of putting too much energy into it. And then it comes out. I'm, I'm stressing about nothing because then no one really gives a shit. I notice I say certain things and other people forget about it. And then like I'll actually like show love or do this and that like I said I was going to do. And then two weeks later, like, they're not even doing it no more. They're not, they, like, you know what I'm saying? They don't even give a fuck to follow up to see whether I did it or not. So then I'm like, yo, what does it really matter? Like, I stress myself out about being so time sufficient on certain things that the people who I was doing it for just out of the strength, like, they really didn't care if I did it or not. So why was I stressing over it? You get what I'm saying? All right, my bad. I had to stop and uh, fix the gain on here. I feel like you're hearing way too much stuff from upstairs and it's like throwing me off when I'm going on my rambles and I'm like overthinking and focusing on the other sounds and then I lose track of what I'm saying um but yeah so like I was saying basically if if you're gonna start something whether you started it already and this whole stuff happened and you're second guessing whether you should you know stop or what are you doing don't keep going you don't know what's gonna happen you don't know if all this stuff gets cleared up in like a month or so and then everything's back to normal you don't know if maybe you can use this to to your advantage and it'll be more beneficial for you in the long run you have no idea. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen next week. You don't know what's going to happen next month, next year, whatever. But just keep doing what you're doing. Stay focused and let this be a lesson for you to be prepared for you prepare for the, the unexpected. You know what I'm saying? Just always they say in businesses, if you're ever going to start a business, you always look at what your expenses are for the first three months or what, what they would be for the first three months. And then you always uh divided by or, or multiplied by three so it's like those three months you always save up another three months just in case you have like some issue that happens and you have a bad three months or you have a bad month or you have a bad you shouldn't have a bad three months of your business you know what i'm saying like that's that's something then you really shouldn't have started i'm sorry that's the way i'm gonna look at it like if you have a business and you went as far as starting some shit and putting out money and you have a long three months of nothing going on despite some situations like this and you don't have the money backed up to make sure that you still have money to, to run for those three months in case, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way it should run. You should be able, it's like Jay-Z says, if you don't have enough money to buy something twice, you can't afford it. And it's basically the same rule when it comes to you doing your business, but you always have to look at it 
I, maybe it's more than that, but when I, like all, like I said, I start reading all these books and the certain things, and it looks at, like if you need a certain amount of money for your operation to work on a monthly basis, you should have enough money to back it up in case you have, like, you should have three months worth of it backed up in case everything goes bad. You have an extra three months to catch up or to think of something before you actually have to shut down and close doors to be like, look, I really can't go any further than this. You know what I mean? You have to do that same scenario with anything else that you do, whether it's your music, whether it's videography, whether it's acting, whether it's dancing, whether it's painting, whatever it is. You always have to do and keep doing stuff to stack up and having your inventory. So when you have a bad day or a certain situation like this comes up, you can always go back into your inventory like, all right, look, I have this to fall back on. Whether it's emergency stash of money, whether it's content that you need to pull out last minute because you all of a sudden blew up and you have a lot of attention or you have an opportunity that you can take advantage of where you you have a lot of people's attention but you need the content so instead of you bugging out and thinking of doing things last minute or on a day-to-day thing or like a check-to-check situation you can actually think ahead and a lot of people don't want to do that because they're like oh i'm gonna save this money or i'm gonna do this and do this for something that probably won't even happen but then you stay on your toes and you stay with your anxiety or stressing out about stuff whenever situations like this happen because then you're like, damn, like, what if it gets worse? So what if it gets, then you start thinking, oh, I'm not ready for it. So why am I going to work my ass off even harder than I already am just because of this situation? It's not my fault. It doesn't matter. It might happen again. And what if it's worse? And then what? You can't think like that because if you were in a situation if you were in a position that this situation happened and you were prepared for it, you wouldn't even give a shit. You would just keep going like nothing. You get what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing. You have to think like that. So with anything that you're starting, whether you're thinking of doing it tomorrow, whether you just you're in the middle of it, whether you're halfway there and you stop because of the situation or you're overthinking or whatever it is, you always have to remember the way that you start anything is you have to think of something that everybody needs. You know, think of what you need. Think of what you use on a daily basis or whatever it is. When you're trying to think of something good that's useful to make sure that it's it's worth investing your time into. Like I said, it took me a long time to really think about the podcast and how I want to do the clocking out thing. The whole clocking out brand isn't just the podcast. You know, I've mentioned it before. It's a whole big project that I have, but it took me a while to get to that. It wasn't just one day I thought of it and I did it. It took me a while. I kept thinking I could do the, the whole idea behind clocking out. I thought I would be able to do that if I just made myself as an artist, the brand, And like the image behind everything. And then little by little, I tried converting people into the idea of what I wanted to do. I felt like if I made myself popular enough into an image or whatever it was that some uh, that people would pay attention to whenever I spoke or whenever I showed up or posted something or anything, I would be able to take the advantage of that and put their focus onto things that were useful. And then I started thinking, well, a lot of people do that, but then they start getting older and they start losing interest. So what are people doing now? They start making brands. You see them with logos and hats and all like, you know, Will Smith is is really popular. But to older people like us, to the younger crowd, not really unless they're into like the whole retro 80s, you know, type of style stuff. But a lot of the freaking talk is <laughs> a lot of sounds like nonstop, even upstairs. So uh, I'm sorry. I got to have to rock with it for a little bit. But um, yeah, man. And um, Will Smith did that with with. Uh, well, what he started doing, he started coming out with the bad boy stuff. And he did his own promoting on his Instagram and all his social media stuff. Like, he took control of that. And he took control of his brand. And now the reason you hear about the movies and everything is because of Will Smith. It's not because you see a commercial and you see... You heard about Aladdin. You heard about bad boys. You heard about... You heard all of it because all the little things that Will Smith would drop. All the things he would comment. All the pictures. It's things like that. He's in control of the narrative of his brand. You know what I mean? And then what did he do? He took things that he's known for... That we grew up watching him, um, you know, like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he made a clothing brand out of that. You know what I mean? Like, it's little things like that that you have to pay attention to. That now when Will Smith comes out of nowhere and he starts saying, oh, we need to pay attention to this, we need to pay attention to that. Or he he uh, shows love to a random artist um, of whatever type of genre it is or, or, or a category, whether it be paint or music or whatever anything even a comedian or anyone who does anything on the internet they don't even necessarily need to be an a-list artist or anything like that he just shows love and automatically that changes their life in an instant just because of who he is and the following that he has and because they know that he has a good rapport with people automatically they're like all right if will smith said this is good it has to be good 
You get what I'm saying? And people are like that with anybody they know. So if you can stay focused on doing the right thing because it's the right thing, like making a product and a brand and making it where it's a good product, the quality is good and it's for a good reason and it supports good things. And it's every if you make it where it's not shady, you make it where it's truly by the people for the people type shit. You'll honestly keep building a following because there's a million people that are going to there's a, you don't like to think it. But if you put that out there of you being you, you're going to attract other people and there's more other people that are like you than, you know, you just don't put yourself out there. So you don't notice it every now and then you tend to notice and you tend to see certain things from people. And you're like, all right, I'm like that or I think that way or I like that or I would react that way or, you know, what I'm saying if you actually put yourself out there, you would notice that there's so many other people that think and feel the same ways that they don't put themselves out there neither. So it's kind of hard. It's it's a thing where it's like, well, if they don't do it, why should I? Well, if no one does it, who's going to do it? So instead of thinking that way, just be the person who does the opposite of every, what everyone else does. You know what I mean? And that's going to help you a long way too. Like when you're trying to start something, you have to have a good idea. And a good idea is something that is constantly used daily. Something that everybody can use. Everybody needs and everybody wants. And if you can find a way to find what that is and find a way to make it or do it or produce it or or uh, um, share it with other people and find a way to consistently do that repetitively where it's beneficial in the way that it's cost sufficient in your time and your money and your energy. And, and you know, I'm telling you, you'll have something, whether it's that you cook, whether it's that you make music, whether it doesn't matter, you just have to find a way. All right. If you're a cook, it's because you like to cook or you like to eat. What do you like to eat? What What are the things that you like about eating? What are the things you don't like about eating? What are the things that are frustrating about going out to eat? What are the things that you like about going out to eat? Like you have to think of, and then you have to be like, all right, how can I solve that problem? The same thing with music. What do you like about music? What do you hate about music? What do you like about the music industry? What, that's what I started doing. I started thinking about what well, I love music. I love being a music artist. But when I was younger, I used to complain so much that all I was here, all I would hear is the same artist over and over and over and over. I'm like, yo, it, there should be like a law or a rule that an artist has to come up with new shit every week. And I would always complain about it, but I never did nothing about it. And then certain people started doing that. And that's all I was like, look, I was right this whole fucking time. People drop new fucking shit now every week. Or every month they have a new project and then they do it for free just to get people's attention. And then they use that attention and then they go and that's basically just like a commercial, a free commercial, a free promo, a free trailer. And then they use that to attract people so that they can get enough attention so that when they go to a place and be like, look, I'm going to be here. They know all these people are going to go there. So then they'll use it to their advantage and be like, look, they're coming where I'm at. If I come here, I can bring these people to you. And that's their leverage to to doing shows and everything they could go where it's me i can say i could just if i was uh, freaking drake and i was to go to the let's say tomorrow i'm like or today i'm like yeah, i'm gonna go to the mall i'm gonna do some shopping i could literally think of what stores i'm gonna go to and hit up those stores and be like look i'm about to hit your stores i could send a tweet or i could post a video that i'm at your stores that i'm wearing a brand or whatever if you make sure that whatever i go get today is free and they'll do it because it's Drake and he'll have millions of people go to that store, that mall, or just because he's wearing that shirt, they'll go and buy that shirt or, you know what I'm saying? Like it's things like that. You have to think, think of those type of things that you can take advantage of the position that you're in and use it to leverage what it is that you want to do or where you're trying to go. And so that's why I feel like if you have a good idea, it'll work. But behind having a good idea, like I said, you have to know those things that you can use to your advantage. Not only should you have a good idea, but you should have a good, along with having a good idea, you should actually understand the field in which you're trying to go into of business. Like I said, if you're doing food, you deal with food shit. If you're doing music, like it's me, I want to do entertainment. I was looking at everything as just a music artist standpoint. And then slowly I started, okay, and then there's the producer standpoint. There's the manager standpoint. You know, then I stopped. I was like, all right, how can I get the attention? Then I started thinking from a fan's standpoint. Then the more and more I started looking at all that, I started not liking the way that music was turning to, like the artists that were coming out, the ones that were getting really popular. And it wasn't like hate, but it was like I didn't like the way it was. Like I, I missed the old days, how people would hear about music and talk about artists and they were portrayed. And now it's like you think about rap artists, and it's like a joke. All you see is the face tatted up. And I don't mean no disrespect, but it's like it's a literally a joke the way that they look 
the music that they make and they'll even say too like i'm not saying anything it's whatever I, this is just because i like it and it's like i get all that but i remember me growing up you would take the time to invest in knowing what you're talking about why you're saying it where it came from the style of music the genre the the producer the the you know all of that stuff like it was like a a, a topic in school that you learned and studied and now it's just like this thing that you can go on YouTube and learn in a matter of five minutes and do it and just get mad people because you're doing this repetitive formula that's like a catchy wheels on the bus old McDonald type of melody shit that just gets like I don't know man but I don't like that so I was like yo I know that there's other people who think just like me who don't like this, who aren't into the style of music, who like the old style, or who like a different type of, of... It's like wine. There's different types of wine. There's cheap wine and there's expensive wine. There's some people that don't give a shit and just buy whatever as long as it gets them nice. But there's other people who really care about the taste and the aftertaste that it comes and, and what it pairs with. And, you know, the, if it goes with a certain palette of this, like, there's... Because they care. They, they really invest their time into it. They care. The same with people who smoke weed. There's certain people who just smoke whatever to just smoke. And there's other people who like, nah, like, it's too it's too dry. It's too dense. It's too soft. Or I don't like it. It doesn't have enough crystals. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like... You can't knock people for being that specific in those type of things, but you have to look at it. That's never a bad thing. Even if you disagree with any of that stuff, you can also use that to your advantage and make that into something to attract people's attention. There could be a whole thing about people who hate something, who hate food and don't want to eat food and only like drinking their food as a shake. You could do that and find a way and, and be like, all right, this is why it's more beneficial. This is why I like it. This is why it works for me. Because maybe there's somebody who has the same exact type of fucking health issue you do. And that's the re or, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe they have a phobia you have. Or maybe you don't know. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like right now is the time that you can literally play with every type of form of anything that you're starting. And look at it from every point of view and try to find your niche that makes you stand out and get people's attention. And I feel like, once again, those are, that's another thing that goes into thinking of what you want to start. And I feel like, I keep saying, I feel like everyone's looking at this time as a negative shit. And yes, it sucks because it's, you went from having a consistent schedule daily that you were following to now it's like, you don't have that consistency. So now it's like, all right, figure it out. There's no rule. There's no nothing. It's just like, yeah, there's rules and stuff. But I mean, like, there's no wake up like get ready for work go to work do this and this come back kids are from school you do this like it before it was so set up now it's like every day you got to think of something or if not you're gonna go crazy or every day you're not doing anything so it's like the same shit and it feels like you can't tell you can't tell the difference from yesterday today or last week you know what i'm saying like so now's the time to start investing in in learning something different or trying something different or, or perfecting whatever you were working on and again, I'm going to keep repeating it. It starts with having a good idea. After having a good idea, you should have some type of business, a, a quum, a quum, how, how fuck you say that word, a care, a quum, business know-how, some business knowledge, right? Sorry, I apologize for attempting to say a word. I know I heard it before, a quum, a, a, a crown. I heard Action Brunson say it one time on, fuck, that's delicious. Whatever the fuck. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's it's uh it's it's uh, a c u m e n. I think it's cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that that shit. It's like business know how, and like in that field that you're trying to get into, you should know enough of that before you just bounce into it. And if you don't learn, get some books. Go on YouTube if you have to. Go on Google. Do whatever the fuck you got to do. But start learning the basics. So once you get into that you know, you don't get taken for a fool or you don't waste your time going in the wrong direction or investing into something that you could have easily done some other way. You know what I mean? Just always look into it. Always, um, you know, follow up on the people who started, you know, people who you were a fan of, look at how they first started, you know, what they did. Uh, a good amount of people nowadays, when they have a good successful business, they share all their information. That's like a big thing. Um, they'll start from, oh, I started from this and that. Some of them just do the basic, you know, woohoo story of I came from nothing and now I'm, I'm rich and famous. And others actually go into detail and show 
um, whether they documented it or whether they break it down and be like, look, I literally started from this and they'll like draw a graph and go from numbers to showing bank statements and, and, you know, school records or whatever the fuck to be like, look, literally, this is how I did it. And you can use that. It's always good to learn from other people's mistakes and how they did shit. But um, other than having that business know-how, you have to have that like entrepreneur spirit. You have to be able to, to be willing to do whatever the fuck you got to do and move around. You know what I mean? Like like I said, if if you have a um, a business that you started and you have a location and I you know people can't go to your location, that doesn't mean your business is done. That means you got to think of another way to bring your business to the people. You know, it's it's always the business is always changing. Social media is always changing. The way people consume things is always changing. So you always got to change your approach. You know, what I mean, people at the end of the day, people are always going to need music. At the end of the day, people are always going to need food and they're always going to need movies and entertainment. And so whatever it is you're doing, I guarantee you there is a good number of people out there who are interested enough to invest their time or money, whether on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis to to keep it um, sustainable. You just have to find a way to find that balance of where you have enough energy and money to put into it to make it something that attracts people's attention, but at the same time isn't to the point where it's um, risking your credibility or your sanity or your work-life balance or whatever it is that you want to look at it. You just have to educate yourself enough to know what you're doing to where you're not wasting time or stressing yourself to where you get fed up and you give up halfway. You know what I mean? Like I said earlier, one of the worst things of attempting something and failing is not even trying at all. So having a good idea, making sure you have enough um, information on that business, enough uh, business know-how in in that topic, in that genre, in that area, whatever the fuck it is that you're trying to get into, having an entrepreneurial spirit you know, to keep going, be willing to not be scared that you have to roll up your sleeves and, and go on the street and say, you know, two for five, two for five, you do what you got to do. And, you know, determination is a big thing. Like right now with all this stuff going on, you have to have that determination mindset where you're like, you know what, this ain't going to stop me. There's a lockdown, fuck it. I got to figure out how to get this money today or by the end of this week or how to get rid of this stuff before it goes bad. You know, again, I'm thinking about food. If you're uh um there's people out there who do hair. There's a girl that I know who she used to do hair. Um, her name was April. Um, and now she has like her own thing. It's called, uh, she has, it's called April Did It. And she used to just do hair at her crib. And she used to do everybody's hair around the, the, the hood. And then it got to the point that I was always, you know, promoting my stuff. And she hit me up one day. She's like, yo, like I have an opportunity to get uh, my own chair and everything in a barbershop in my own little area where specifically for me and I can have my clients come and it looks more professional. But I don't know if I should do it. And I told her, I was like, yo, if you would like to do it and it makes you feel more comfortable and you think, you know, it helps you bring more customers and you can raise the price because of the, the atmosphere and the experience and the way all of that will change your attitude and affect your quality of work, then do it. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying she did it because of me, but, you know, it's like we would talk and she mentioned that and she wanted some advice. And uh, not too long after, I know she went and she did it. And I'm pretty sure other people was telling her to do the same thing. And it was something that she already had in her mind. But you can tell she wanted to do it. But it's like she was looking for that other person, just someone else to be like, yo, it's all right. You should do it just to give her that extra push. And that's what I did, because you can tell by the way she was talking about it, that she actually wanted to do it. She was just looking for any excuse or any anybody to say, yeah, yeah, do it, you know. But it's it's. Just like that, you know, she could have easily just stayed at her house doing it and everything, but she wanted to take that move and next step. And maybe it was beneficial to her. Maybe it wasn't. But now look at this. Look at the situation. She already went through the phase of doing it the the basic bare bones way of starting at her house. And then she moved to a location. Now this thing is on lockdown. Now she it's going to be like second nature to her to be like, yo, this is nothing. I'm used to this going back to my crib and have people in and out doing hair, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like she's used to it. So she's got this like she's not nervous. And that's the good thing about it. If ever you need to go back, you go back. But you're not scared because, you know, all right, I was already here once. I, now I know what to do, how to get to the next level. 
You know what I'm saying? And you just do what you got to do, but you adapt to it. And being that you already experienced it, it's not something that's going to scare you to hold you back and keep you from going to that next level or keep you from moving forward. You got to have faith in what you're doing. You have to have faith in the process and, and follow your gut. You have to trust it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, whenever you really like something, whenever you like a girl, whenever you like a job, whenever you, you like a certain uh, movie, a song, food, you think you have a plan of how to get that, of how to get there, of how to get to that point to obtain that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you like a person, you think of what to do to get their attention. Once you got their attention, you think of what to do to keep their attention. Then you think of what to do to, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you want to go to a restaurant that you haven't been to before, you hear about a place that you like that sounds interesting, you think of how to get there. You make plans of how to get there. Then when you get there, you think of, okay, what you're going to eat. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it sounds stupid, but those little basic things are little steps, and they're still plans. Like, when you want to do something, you do it. If you want to do something, you'll do it. If you don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. You're just going to keep thinking about it, and it's just going to sit there. You want to go try that food out? You're going to go try it. You want to go have a vacation to that place? You're going to go do it. You want to buy that car that you that you like? You're going you're going to buy it. You want to upgrade your phone or whatever it is to that phone? That just You're going to get it. You want to talk to that girl or that guy that you like? You're going to talk to them eventually, or you'll bump into them, or whatever. You're going to find an excuse whether you, you just do it when you say you're going to do it, or slowly you build up to it. Eventually, you'll get to that. But I'm just trying to say, don't just sit there and not even attempt. At least try. If you make your if you go talk to that person and they not interested or they blow you off, fuck it. At least you tried instead of driving yourself crazy, not having a fucking clue. And then fucking five years later, you find out that, that person likes you. And then you're like, shit, like I couldn't, like, you know what I mean? Like you beat yourself up about it. Or you you could have went to that place and go tried that food. And it's like, ah, oh, that one day you go and you go try it. You go pull up and it comes out as closed or they moved the location to somewhere else. It was so amazing and everything that some guy in Vegas bought the, the, the company. And now it's only in Las Vegas on the strip that you can eat it because it's so amazing. And it was, you get what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. So once you think of something you want to do, it, just go do it. Don't waste your time because by the time you actually, like, work your way up to get it, or get the balls or courage to do it or whatever the fuck it is, like, and you run out of excuses, it's it's not going to be the same or it won't be there anymore or won't be in your reach or, like, just do whatever you want to do when you say you're going to do it and plan it out. Another thing is to make sure you have a plan. So no matter what you do, you have a plan from A to Z. When you wake up in the morning... You know you're going to wake up and you're going to go to the bathroom. You're going to take your morning piss or your morning shit. You're going to wash your mouth. You're going to take a shower. You're going to eat breakfast. You're going to get ready. You're going to go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it's simple, but it's like being that you do those things on a daily basis is second nature. You really don't notice that you're doing it. So you need to do all this other stuff so much that it's a second nature. You have to try all these different things. When I didn't have, when I was working uh, one job at a time or whatever, I was just so used to having a job that whenever I had a feeling I didn't want to be there no more or like I was going to get fired or or they were going to cut people off, whatever it was, I would always get nervous because I'm like, shit, I got to look for another job. And it wasn't the fact of looking for another job, but it was just nervous at the fact that I had to look for another job. And then I had to start by learning everyone and who they are and what they work like and who I can work with, who I don't want to work with, you know what I'm saying, who I can get along with, like, you know, things like that, or if I like the job and don't like the job, and then I need to learn the routine all over again, and, you know, you overthink shit like that, but when you do it so much, it's nothing, because when I started working, like, two jobs at a time, I went from one, like, from two jobs here, two jobs there, it became, like, second nature, one day, I just wanted a job, and I remember I was with my little cousin, and we were talking about this and this, and I was like, yeah, what if one person just put... The same amount of energy that they put into this and that and that. And they just put it into just being productive and making money. And that, and it just hit me. I was like, hey, you know, fuck this shit. We're not going to play this game. We're not going to watch Netflix. Just get the fuck up. I went. We went down to the village in, in uh, Huntington where I'm, where I'm at. It's like a big ass like strip. And um, it's all these like restaurants and bars and, and like businesses and stuff like that. So what I did is literally I went. I parked the car. I drove up like at the very top of it before you go down and hit all the stores. And literally walked down every street and every block and one by one went from one bar or one restaurant or one business and place of establishment to the next from one um, side of the street to the other. And just kept bouncing back and forth, back and forth and kept going all the way down into that block finish. Then I would go horizontal or um, vertical, whatever it was to that block. And I would hit every store. In it. And I was with my younger cousin because I wanted him to see like, yo, like I, I was just talking about it. I want to talk about it. I want to be about it. And so we went and we did it. And he was like, yo, what are you doing? 
I'm like, yo, I don't want to be at the job that I'm at now. And I just want to work. He goes, yeah, but these are all like random places. You went from like a clothing store to a pizzeria to a bar to a regular restaurant to a, a comic book store to a radio store to like, you know, all these. And I'm like, yo, it doesn't matter. The whole shit is that one of these places is going to fucking call me out of like the 20 stores that I'm going to go to at least five, six, three, two or even one is going to hit me up. And regardless of what, I know that tomorrow when I'm stressing about going to this job, if I go there and I have this second job. I at least don't have to stress that much because I know I have a second job. You get what I'm saying? Like, so I just wanted to relieve that stress of me overthinking about not having a plan. So I made a plan. You know, when you know you're going to stress about something and you're scared about something or or anxious or whatever, you have to think about what's making you like that. Oh, because I'm unprepared or I don't know or whatever. Okay, so get prepared. You don't know? Go learn. Figure it out. You get what I'm saying? Uh, once you know something, it's less stressful. You know what I'm saying? If something happens, like if right now, you have to think about it, like back in the day when they first invented an airplane, like people who weren't hip to like the information of an airplane and they first saw an airplane in the sky, they're like, what in the fuck? Like, and they bugged out and they started, how is it in the air? How is it staying there? Where is it going? What is it? What is it made out of? It can't be made out of metal. That's too, like, you know what I'm saying? It has people in it? Who's driving that? Like, it's no different than that. You know what I mean? But if it's to the shit that you know, uh, at least a little bit of it, you know, common sense, like, all right, I know, you know, inertia and air and force and wind and, and balance and all this other bullshit. I don't know about fucking airplanes, but I'm just saying like, you could put enough common sense stuff to understand that. Okay. I understand how it's in the air and that it's, you know what I mean? Like, you know, enough basics to not flip out, flip out when you see a fucking airplane or a helicopter. You're like, all right, I understand. Or when you see a bird fly, like, you get it. It's not magic. They're not like, you know what I mean? Like, you understand it. But it's that's the same exact shit. When you get put in that position where, oh, shit, something is happening that's going to put me in a position that I'm not sure. You think of all the different scenarios and you just tell yourself how you can prepare yourself for those scenarios in case they happen. Like, you're not 100% sure. You don't know. But it's important enough that it's making you stress. So it should be important enough that you put some time and attention to it to avoid it from happening. You know what I mean? If you're worried about it, it's because there's a chance it could happen. And if there's a chance that it can happen, then you should be prepared for it. Period. So, once again, let's recap. <laughs> right? First, you got to have a good idea when you're trying to start something. You have to make sure that you have some business know-how behind it. You have to make sure that you have an entrepreneurial spirit to make sure that you keep like you know when when shit comes you have that and, and it also goes with determination i guess you could put that together with it but you know what i mean but when it, this all goes into trying to beat the odds when you're trying to start anything from the bottom up whether you're trying to start a relationship with somebody you don't know what type of history that person has you don't know the type of people that person has around them you have to learn that or you don't know how that person's gonna affect the people that are around you like it's like a chemical reaction whenever you put two people together you don't know how it's gonna react if it's going to be good, bad, it takes time to figure it out. No difference than when you have a brand or a product or anything that you're trying to do when you're trying to present it to people. You don't know how it's going to react. You don't know if those consumers or those people who are interested in what you're doing are in the same area as you. You don't know if you have to reach out further than where you are. You don't You don't know. You have to play around with it. But you have to figure it out. It's no different than in a relationship. You know, both of you can find each other physically attractive. But then again, if you guys can have a conversation, maybe it gets boring. If you guys aren't into the same thing or don't really want to be into the same thing, like you get what I'm saying? Like you have to figure out where the common ground is so that you guys can have that interest with each other. It's no different than when you're starting a brand or a product or whatever it is. You have to make sure that you have something to get people's attention to then get them interested in it to be like, look, I'm just like you or you're just like me or I've been there or I understand and show them how or why and then be like, look, this is how I think we can solve that or avoid that feeling from happening again or being in that situation or getting upset or, or being more happy or having more of this or less of that. You know what I mean? And then you explain your way of how to solve that. Then you explain the why it's different than anyone else's way of how to solve that problem or whatever it is. That's how all these businesses and stuff work. You have a problem, you find a solution to that problem, and then you present it to the other people and then convince them as to why they should pick your solution over anybody else's. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's the whole point of all this. So whether you're in the food business or or entertainment business, branding business, whatever, you're a logo artist, you're a fucking graphic designer, a videographer, a producer, 
make shit that sparks people's interest and give them or show them the reason why they should go to you over anybody else. Whether you take more time, whether you sound better, whether you've been doing it longer, but find a way to say all of that without saying it. You get what I'm saying? Like a producer who's been producing for a really long time, you can tell when he does a song. They don't have to tell you they've been doing it for 30 plus odd years because you can tell in the quality of their work. The same with a cook. The same with a hairdresser. The same with a, a fucking Uber driver or a taxi driver. The same with a, a fucking videographer or a graphic designer. You can tell. You'll be able to notice certain things. Like if you, whether you care about it enough or whether you're an amateur at something, you'll know enough about something all right look this is half-ass or i don't like that just go by what you like and what you don't like you're also a consumer you get what i'm saying you're buying something or you're investing your time into something so if it doesn't come out the way that you like or you're happy with it don't fuck with it but honestly that all ties into putting in time into something and and when you're starting from nothing to something and starting from the bottom up you have to make sure that you have a good idea at least a good idea to you that you feel other people will resonate with. You have to have enough knowledge in that topic, in that area, whatever it is that you want to start. You have to have a good um, entrepreneurial spirit, a good way of trying to make sure you, whatever you need, you get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I'm using Russ. I don't know why I keep bringing this motherfucker up. But <laughs> I swear I'm not trying to like, I'm, I'm not trying to dick ride or anything like that. But I don't know. I guess because I've, I've, talked about him not so long ago with my homeboy so it's like just it's the topic i guess that and so i've been using it but uh just like he says you know fuck it i do it myself you know what i mean don't wait around for nothing if you know enough of something you can do it yourself it's me and this podcast and i would post up for so fucking long oh i want to do this i want to do that i don't know how to do that i don't know if i should do this da, 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 da. and i'm just gonna try to focus on putting out little things like this with some information some stuff that's helpful for other people who are trying to start out who I feel that this right now falls into what's going on right now. The whole coronavirus shit, everyone's at home. People don't know what to do. I'm trying to get people motivated to invest their time into starting something, you know, so whenever another situation like this happens, you're not at the mercy of, of an employer or a business. Like, you're in control of your own shit, so you know what the fuck is going on, and you know what you got to do, and if you want to do something, you go fucking do it, you know? And I feel like little things like this could help out, um... You know, they're not as informational and down in detail, but I think if, if you know, you're a little um, out of it or you feel a little lost, this can help you, um, you know, get back on track and, and get back on focus or maybe even start um, because I know I've been there and I've always overthought about shit. And every time I get started, you know, I, I, I know that I don't have that type of uh, energy around me all the time. Not to say that I don't have supportive people. I know I do. But, you know, I know everybody is going through their own shit. So I know it's hard to to have like a personal Gary Vaynerchuk who every day is like, rah, rah, let's go do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know some people get tired of it, too. Like, yeah, I, I'm today's not the day. Like, just leave me alone. I got my own shit. You know what I'm saying? So I do go online and I do look for videos and I do look for for other, you know, more positive people because, you know, sometimes Gary Vaynerchuk will even have a bad day. You know what I'm saying? And maybe we'll see it. Maybe we won't. But. You always have to have more than one person that you can go to to keep you positive and, and help you focus on things. That's why, you know, I have producers that I look up to. I have music artists that I look up to. I have people in my personal life I look up to. But I'm always looking for someone that I can learn something, someone that I see is always learning. Um, anytime that they're reading a book or they're looking into a class or some information or a topic, I try to do the same and I look into it. Not to, like, completely mimic them, but they always say that, you know, it's like they say, when you're around... If you're around barbers, you want to become a barber. If you're around music producers, you want to be a music producer. You're around rappers, you want to do rap. You're around, you know what I'm saying? It's just like that. So I feel like if I can, even though I'm not around these people personally, if I could be able to absorb what they do on a daily basis that helps them be more productive or more successful, and I can find a way to try to figure out by doing it myself, how and why that helps and finding out my own thing or my maybe there's a genre of books that there's a certain person that they read that helps them be more um, productive with their imagination or whatever it is that they do. And maybe I find out that there's another genre or, or a style of music or 
something I eat or a time of day or whatever it is that helps me do something. You know what I'm saying? But unless I try playing around with it at first, I'm not really going to know. Maybe I'm not as productive as I am in the morning compared to at night or midday. You know what I'm saying? Or during the weekend or, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you got to play around with it. It's just like I said earlier, everything comes into taste. You got to try and taste everything. Go out there. Don't be afraid to try shit. You want to start a little business and you don't know if it'll work, then just do a little test run. You know what I'm saying? You want to sell some CDs? Don't sell the CDs. Make a few CDs and give a few out to some people that you know and ask them, yo, would you pay for this? You know what I'm saying? Like, do... Like, if you were going to sell a, a million CDs, like, if you were big, what would it look like? Just make six or seven of them. Like, draw the picture or get it designed and make copies and just be like, yo, this is like a little demo of what... Or if you were going to cook, you want to start a business, and I'd be like, yo, I would like to do, like, a delivery thing, but, well, how would I do it? All right, so just make a meal. Do, like, a little small menu one day. Make a meal for breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever it is. Hit up a few people, be like, look, I know the quarantine's going on, but I, I made these cookies. I'm going to go drop you off these cookies, you know what I'm saying? Or I made some rice and beans, or I made a cheesecake, or I made whatever, you know what I'm saying? And go and just hand it out. People be like, yo, this is, like, this is good. I'd pay for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's little things like that, and you just mess around with it. But right now, I feel like you have so much free time, and it's so much, like, uh, space to try and fuck up that it won't matter that you should do it. You know what I mean? Like, right now, you don't have to worry about going to work tomorrow or whatever the fuck it is. Like, they're extending shit. Unless you really do, and that's different. If you're one of those essential workers like I am, apparently, and you got to go to your job. Like, that's different, I understand. But still, it's like, you can work around that, man. There's other people that got free time. You can link up with people. You can share your vision, see who's rocking with you, and try to try to team up and try to do something together. But I just feel like right now is the time to really take advantage, you know? There's so many times that people complain about being too busy going to work or doing this doing that and right now i feel like you you're able to find at least five six three hours whatever it is man and try to do it like it's me and i know people like yo but you do this and that you don't put that much content yeah because i'm still like i said i'm taking my l's in silence and i know i shouldn't i should just be putting it out there and just learning from getting other feedback but it's like all right if I record a session and I know it's trash, why am I going to put it out there expecting to hear something different when I know it's trash? When I know I say, like in the the last episode that I put up, episode three, if I'm not mistaken, um, like what I'm doing now, I, I keep saying, um, so many fucking times. And when I hear it, it's so annoying to me. There's other people that they don't even notice it unless you bring it up to them. You know what I mean? Then I also started noticing that I would apologize for all the extra noise in the back and then people would hit me up and be like, yo, stop apologizing for the noise. That's even more annoying than hearing the noise. Or that I get real kind of repetitive in the things that I say and bringing up, you know, basically the stuff from the first podcast, which I can't help because a lot of the times I feel like I'm trying to reiterate my message or my goal or whatever. And I'm still trying to figure out a way to do that without sounding repetitive. You know, um... I would think by now I'd just say clocking out and you would just all get it. But a lot of you don't. A lot of you still don't understand. Some of you didn't listen to the first one. Some of you some of you didn't listen to the first episode um, or the second or the third or whatever. Like, I don't really care about that. If you're listening to this one, I appreciate it. Whichever one you're listening to, I appreciate it. But that's the shit. You know, I'm trying to put it in a way that when I say something, it's like, all the explaining that I ever did says it in one word or one sentence, you know, and I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. I'm still trying to figure out the flow of how to do a podcast episode of, of what to say first, how to do it. And I'm trying to do it like off the cuff. I, I first tried to record by writing stuff down and going like in an order of what to say, but then I noticed that would, I, I'd be all over the place and I'd lose track. And, but yeah, man, I don't want to get all into that again because once again, I feel like I'm getting repetitive. Um, I have no idea how long I've been going at this, honestly. I know I was recording for a while, but uh, I stopped a few times because there was like some extra banging sounds and stuff coming from upstairs and outside and I had to like close the windows. I had to keep playing around with stuff and uh, the gain on the interface here. Um, so the timing is a little off. Every time I stopped, I would start a new recording. So I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> I think I'm going to end it around here. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope that this podcast kind of eased your mind a little bit. If you were overthinking, I hope me talking about stuff, um, helps you understand that you're not alone.
you're not the only one who's thought about all these things or anyone who's in the situation of starting something right now and having this lockdown coronavirus bullshit situation affect everything. But you're not alone, man. Uh, we're all in this shit. We're all trying to figure it out. And I say that, you know, just be real about your situation. Reach out to people. There's, you know, start trying to focus on the people who actually answer back and talk to you and, and show interest in what you're doing and try to build a relationship with those people in some way so that you at least have more people who are being real and upfront with you than there are who are being fake for, for temporary attention. And, uh, yeah, use that to your benefit. You know, reach out and try to build your own little community or, or your own little um, fan base or whatever it is of people that you know you can rely on and depend on to keep it real with you and tell you what's what's real, you know, what's good, what's not, you know, and, and give you some real constructive criticism to help you keep moving forward. And if there are other people, you know, if they're colleagues of yours that can share what they're going through and how they're getting through it and you guys can work with one another. But, yeah, that's it for this podcast. Um, thank you for listening. I hope this is fucking long enough. I have no idea. Now I'm overthinking it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'll check you guys next time. Stay safe. Wash your fucking hands. Stay focused. And, yeah, let's get closer to clocking out.